Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. And Matt, we were, we were just discussing um, some of the stranger things that happen in TV and movie shows, <laughs> okay. such as Stranger Things. If you know that the town, yeah, I guess there's a new trailer coming out for the next. The new season, trailer right. coming. If you know this town has issues like this, there's, move. There's plenty of places to live. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you probably could even just drive. 20 miles down the road? Get yeah, out of there. You don't have to go to Maine or Oregon or Arizona right, or the corner of the world. Yeah. Right. It doesn't Alaska. seem like a real friendly town. Right. <laughs> it's no, Nobody thinks this is strange that you know dozens of people are dying every year. Right. And vanishing. In, in a little town. And not to ruin it for everyone, but didn't it like rain fire there and stuff? <laughs> I mean, like, bad stuff. Yeah, that would be the first... uh, America's least livable city. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm in the the upside down. (laughs) Crap. Lost my son for a year. You know, right. I'm going to stay here. (laughs) Yeah, just move. Just move. (laughs) This goes to the uh, the reason I bring this up. Oh, okay. There's a reason. I'm going to tie this in. I didn't think you had a segue there, but okay. Okay, so the Steelers at one point were two and six. Times have changed. Times have changed. They've moved on. They have moved on, and one of the things that they did is they started running the football. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the crux of it. Yeah. It's not it, that hard to figure out. Not that hard to figure out. A lot less mistakes as well. You yeah. know, penalties and obviously you make, I think They I, all go hand I, in hand. I don't hand. know if there's a study out there that shows this, but I know that there's an old axiom in football that when you throw the football – Three things can happen, and two of them are bad. Right. And times have changed a little. I mean, that was like George Hallis's version. Right. But, but this game has been played add... a lot of ways over the years, and running the football's always traveled and always yeah. worked. But at this point in football, you could make that five things can happen. Okay. And three of them are bad. What are the five? Incompletion. Yes. Completion. Yes. Interception. Interception. Sad. Offensive pass interference, def- oh, actually six. Sack? Defensive yeah. pass, pass interference and a sack. Okay. Yeah. So six things can happen and four of them are bad. But two of them are really good. Two of them are really good, but <laughs> it's a risk-reward thing. But when you run the football. Right, right, right. I mean, most of the time, as long as you're gaining yards, you're it's positive. It's, and it has true. a it has a mental effect on the team, I think. Oh, I think that part's very true. I mean, I think there's a physicality. I mean, I still believe and I hope I do until the day I die, that this game is one in the trenches more often than not. And keeping those guys happy and 
thriving and doing what they do best and want to do, I think has a massive ramification. Yeah, I have, I have yet to meet the offensive lineman who right. says, oh, no, I want to pass the ball. Or every whatever, day, right, every right, down. Right. No, I want to mash that dude. <laughs> they right. want to run the football. It's a difference between delivering the blow and receiving the blow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty simple. The offensive linemen want to deliver the blow because, as you've stated many times, the defensive linemen in today's football game, in oh. today's football, are so much more athletic. So much more athletic. Than the offensive linemen. Yeah. You negate that by allowing the offensive linemen to, get, to attack. Right, as opposed to <laughs> reacting to a great athlete, I get to... Come off the ball. And I get to beat the, him up. I get to run him in, into I the ground. I can legally and, grab him and throw him to the ground. <laughs> and maybe he has great short area quickness or change of direction or length, but I still put him on his back. Yeah. <laughs> and if we run a race, one on one. Yeah. We run a race. He's right, going right. to beat me in the race. Yep. He's going to jump higher than me when we're when we're doing that. Yep. Uh, we have the agility drills. He's going to he's going to beat me in that. But if I get my hands on him, right, he might beat me in a slam dunk contest. <laughs> but in the run blocking game, I like my chances. Yeah, you know, three twenty coming off the ball, time and time again for sixty minutes. And and so I think that's a big part. That's why, again, I think you're seeing so many teams going back to running the football. Yeah, because not everyone has Mahomes. You know, yeah. for one thing, you know. Uh, but you know, defensive linemen coming into the league have gotten so much lighter. Think oh, about man. it. Think about the number of good big men, like. Yeah, they're just not. You know, you, you see a lot of these offensively. You're talking about defensively. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I say big men, the Calais Campbells, the Cam mm-hmm. Haywards of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're really good athletic. Three hundred plus type. Yeah, two ninety plus. Or yeah, whatever, right. That, that that are athletic enough to 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 move and do those no. things. There aren't as many of those as there are the T.J. Watts. Oh, sure, sure. The the two hundred and fifty pound guys mm-hmm. that wow, he really moves well. Well, that yeah. I can't get my hands on him. Type yeah, of right, right, right. No, you're one hundred percent right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not disagreeing with you, but the the D linemen in this league are all shapes and sizes of. Well, they freaks. are. I mean, they're. But it's much easier to deal with those guys if you're just running at them, oh, pounding, yeah, them, pounding, them, pounding them. That's 100 percent true. 100 yeah. percent true. You I negate mean, their athleticism. Sure. I mean, double teaming Donald off a on a run play is a heck of a lot better than me as a center snapping the ball, retreating with my hands <laughs> in the air, hoping to get something between him and my yeah. thirty million dollar quarterback to get a fingernail on him. Right, yeah. right, right. Good luck. Meanwhile, yeah. he splits the splits the difference, gets skinny, and kills my quarterback. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, I, I say that because one, the one thing that the Ravens' defense is doing well this year, very well, is stopping the run big time. More and more every week too. I mean, they're I say my stat pack, and some of the most recent numbers are whoa. And as a result, you know, they are seeing the second or first, I think it's the second, highest percentage of pass. Because runs aren't working, to be very honest yeah. with you. And they rush the passer well. Their, their secondary is good. It's a good defense. Their sacks, I think I, I added this up. They've gotten sacks from, I think, 15 different they players. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston's having the best year, yeah. at least sack-wise. Um, and Campbell's a good player, and he plays on third downs. and you know, But it's a good defense, but they've been killer against the run. Which I'm sure where you're going with this. You yeah. know, like, if they can run on these guys, wow, that's really an accomplishment. Absolutely. Really. And yeah. will they try? A lot of teams don't. Well, I think they'll try. I'm sure they'll try. Yeah, yeah. because that's the Steelers' identity now. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They're going to come out and run the ball 35 times a game. It might be picket on six or seven of those runs. Sure, that makes sense. But end around here and yeah, there. And those some end around, right, some right, of right. it's non-traditional running. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to try to run the football. And the beauty of this team, too, is, okay, maybe they are great against the run, which they the, the Ravens are, but their offense isn't going to run away and hide. Yeah. I mean, it would shock me. Which allows if, you to continue yes. to run the ball. It would shock me if it's Steelers get the ball in the second half and 
they're in shotgun five wide the whole time because they're losing by 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just can't see that happening unless dramatically bad things on special teams and pick sixes and things like that happened in the first half. But what I don't see is the Steelers coming out, for example, like the Falcons did last week. Mm-hmm. And saying, well, we're, we're going to throw the ball against the Steelers. Because, I know that you know that I know yeah. that you know type stuff. So we're only right? going to run the ball six times in the first half, and we're going to throw it 18 times, and, well, that didn't work. No. Like, I think Arthur Smith's doing a heck of a job down there with very little talent, but he had to kick himself for that. That was like, a bad game. What am game, I thinking on this? A bad this? game right, plan. Right. Like, yeah. going into the half, he had to be like, what, what am I doing? You know? <laughs> and the second half was much better. Do what you do well. Do what you do well, and if the other team stops it, then you adjust. That's the one thing – constantly bothers me um and it's not just Steeler fans it's fans around football period um talking about halftime adjustments mm-hmm. if i'm out there if i'm beating you 24 nothing at the half yeah i'm not making any halftime adjustments right. nothing may i'm not I mean, everybody does i'm things, not blowing yeah. up what we just did that worked again right, back right. to the back to the situation so if I'm at land, I come in, I run the football because that's what I do well. Mm-hmm. If I'm up on you 24 to nothing, I'm not changing that. No, right, right, right. It's up to that's you to adjust, saying, yeah. and then we'll adjust off of what you do. Right. I mean, for people who have never been in the halftime of a, a locker room, all the defensive coaches get together maybe eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, they, right. It's a 20 minute bathroom. half. You got to get everybody in off yeah. the field. Right, right, right. You know, everybody get, you get your groups you together. Pee and you got to, you know, maybe you get a bite or something or whatever. And, and you say, this is really working, this really isn't, this is what they're throwing at us. I mean, sometimes halftime adjustments are too late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, right. they're throwing cover two at us every snap. The horse is out of the barn. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, you got to adjust every series. I mean, the, the communication is why these guys have the headsets on. I mean, so, I don't know, halftime adjustments are a little overrated to me because there's just not that much time. Yeah. Like, and again, you're not going to adjust what's working. Like I tell this story, you all may time do more of it. I thought it was almost illegal. <laughs> like when we played Notre Dame when I was at Pitt, the poor dudes that were in the booth had to go to this <laughs> rickety old elevator, go down the elevator, yeah, walk outside the stadium where everyone's yelling at you. You're in your pit gear. They had to either take a golf cart or walk all the way around the other side of the stadium, go in this door, walk in this crappy little locker room, finally. And then turn around and go back. And go because, back. <laughs> like, uh, you know. I can tell you there's some NFL stadiums like that I'm now sure as well. Jacksonville really is kind of like that now. And this is this is a new designed yeah. – they made upgrades to the stadium, and they did that to the – like the, It's the, brutal. You the might as well coaches in the down. press box have to go down. They then have to get in a cart. They don't have to go outside the stadium. This one actually to go through the, like, the but parking lot. But they, they have to go in the cart all the way around to the other side of the stadium. Which is probably at least five minutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, seat to and seat. I, and I was going down go after up. the game in the preseason this year, and one of the coaches who was upstairs missed the cart. Uh-huh. Like he was, I mean, he's got to go. Yeah, <laughs> he, they took off without him. He's like, oh man, they left me, and he's like, he had to walk all the way I around. Would just stay, I guess. What time did he get there? Yeah, know? get a hot dog and relax, and tell me how the meeting went. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that 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 is interesting. You know, I mean, there are. Obviously, I, like when I break down a game, I always make sure I pay attention to the first half stats and yeah. see is the second half a lot different or not. What were the trends at that time? And some of it's fatigue, some of it's guys got hurt. What you know, whatever. But um, breaking it down, just it, boy, this team's terrible at halftime adjustments. I don't think you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's ninety nine percent of the people out there, including myself, probably don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you. Know, I mean, again, it, it gets to a situation where, okay, we knew this these. Eight plays or these eight things that we did against them were working. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Kenny Pickett said last week, 
the, the biggest difference to him in the in the NFL compared to college is not that the speed of the game necessarily. Right, right. It's the adjustments the teams make. He said, you know, they may run something one time, and you think you're going to get that same look. The second, like mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to rely on but eleven personnel. We got two receivers to this side, yeah. one to that side. The tight ends over here. This is what we're going to get. Doesn't happen that way in the no, NFL. Happen that way. I mean. It, <laughs> it, it, it's easier to play offense the later the game goes, right? Obviously, there's because, only so much the defense can do, right? But there's much, much more than the college level. Or, and frankly, I haven't watched high school since I was at Akron, to be honest with you. But Upper St. Clair, my sons roll into it. A couple of his buddies are on the team. We sat there and watched the last two St. Clair games. I'm like, they run the same coverage every time. <laughs> like, I forgot these things. I'm like, I think cover two is coming. <laughs> you know, and college is somewhere in between. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, just that two steps down was remedial to the extreme almost. Like, there's two coverages. You yeah. Know, and colleges have four. <laughs> you yeah. know, and you can NFL, know four. You, NFL, you got... Sp- 14, you know? Yeah, and, and number 13 and 14 look exactly alike, except this linebacker's taking away the curl instead of the flat. Right, and, or he's blitzing on this yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, and I thought he had the curl, and I threw it to the, you know, whatever. But, no. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I have an adjustment thing for you. Okay. I sent you my stat pack. I, you said you'll look at it tonight. And you may have seen this, actually, because this, this came from the league. Talking about adjustments, did you see what Tomlin's record is I did. post by? I did. It was insane. It's insane. And here's the deal. Every game he's coached after his team has had a bye, and it's like 150 games. I mean, yeah. obviously, you don't know if you're going to have your bye in week three or week 14. And most years... It's just as hard before the buy as after. This right. year's kind of the exception. But he's winning 66% of his games. 99-50-1. and one. It's unbelievable. That's the, f- that's fifth, the best f- ever. fifth best ever among coaches since 1970. Yeah. The guys ahead of him are George Seifert, who was 71-34. and 34. Yeah, yeah. Had a really good... Like when Super Bowl he took... I mean, if he didn't take over Walsh, everyone would think of him as like a Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah I right. mean, he's, you know, he's... He had a ridiculous team with mm-hmm. like 12 Hall of Famers. Andy Reid... 139-67-1. Tony Dungy, 97-48. Bruce Arians, 46-23. Wow. I, I didn't even look at the five ahead of him or the four ahead yeah. of him. 
And then Mike Tomlin at ninety nine fifty and one. Ninety nine. That's a that's a big number. That's one hundred fifty games. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Oh, that's kind of fluky. Right, you right, know, right. I mean, like you could look at Arians and go, well, forty six and twenty three, right. but he had Tom Brady for some of that. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, to qualify, you had to coach at least five years. So. If you're a two-year coach and you happen to get yeah. lucky with a late buy and you win two out of the last three yeah. or whatever, it doesn't count. But still, I mean, 150 games or whatever, and you're winning two out of three post-buy, brings me back to your first discussion as well as our halftime discussion. They're adjusting. When they when you give him two weeks off, he's made adjustments in a big, big way, and the results are showing on the yeah. field they're in a big, not, big way. They're not staying in, what's the heck's the name of the town in Stranger Things? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Somewhere in Indiana. Podunk, right? Indiana. <laughs> They're getting the heck out of there, and they're yeah. moving somewhere that's an improved. It's like there's area fire code. coming out of the sky, and there's the <laughs> there's, there's the upside down. Let's make this a guy's change. Trying, this right. guy's killing our children. Yeah, let's, let's go west or east or north or whatever. This ain't, this isn't going to fly. Yeah, you make those you make those changes and make the necessary changes, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not something. It may not even be something that most people see. People will automatically everybody won't. earlier in this season. Well, you need to make lineup changes, right? You got to bench this guy. You got to fire this guy. You yeah. got to, you know, right, right. Well, the Steelers didn't do any of that, mm-hmm. but they did make a change, a philosophical yes. change, without question, without question. And they started running the football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that uh, you know if they can do it this week against this team, this will be a test. They can do it against anybody. I 100 percent agree. I 100 percent agree. And fortunately, again, I think the Ravens' offense allows you to stick with it. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. the state of it now. I mean, it's. Their numbers on that side of the ball, especially late, are rough. It's a little bit of what was happening to the Steelers last year and even into the earlier portion of this year when people looked at the run numbers against them. You knew that the Steelers' offense wasn't going to put up a bunch of points. You could just absolutely you could just keep running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sooner or later, the dam was going to break. Last year turned into you know okay, you know, we're going to run the ball. If we run the ball twenty times, one of those runs is going to be maybe two of those runs are going to be twenty plus yard mm-hmm. runs. Yeah. Well, they've cut that out. Uh, 100%, those are gone. Right. Those are gone. They're tackling better. They're not on the field as much. You know, it kind of brings me back to the year that Ben was out, the Duck Rudolph year. We did this show back then, and I think every Monday we said something along the lines of. If I'm Team X preparing for the Steelers, <laughs> all I'm going to say is don't turn the ball over. Right. I don't care. If any any drive that ends with a kick is fine. Anything that's a turnover, I'm firing all of you because <laughs> we will probably win if we don't turn the ball over. You know, Duck's not going to score 20 on us. Right, you know? yeah. And even Kevin Colbert after that season talked about it. Like, wait, like when Ben went out and they were starting Mason Rudolph, well, we hit to hold the other team defensively to under 17 points. Right. When it was, when it was Duck – well, we have to hold the other team to under 13 points. <laughs> to really be in it. That's, right? a, that's a really... Yeah, now you're the D coordinator. There's like, not oh, much sure, room for that sounds there. easy. Yeah. yeah, no problem, right. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't ever get us the first down and we're on the field for 35 But minutes, you play right? things that way. Well, you, you have to come in knowing your team. Like, I think that's a Tomlin strength that isn't discussed enough is... I know I can't play it this way. So how can I push the game to play it? Vrabel does strength? the same thing. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Belichick. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, that's coaching. That's I mean, what it, coach. Good coaches do. Yeah. And then I lose my fastball. T.J. Watt in this, but I, I got a little Vaseline on my fingers. I can get you know <laughs> get a strike somehow. Come up with you know, something right, and right. maybe pull this out. And and you're the baseball guy. I mean, there's got to be so many days that Nolan Ryan Clemens, whoever didn't have their best stuff, but still got the W, you know what yeah. I mean? You, you call that a gritty. Yeah. You know, yeah. Montgomery had a didn't gritty really, performance. Didn't, really didn't have it, but I still gave you seven and a half, yeah. and we only let up two runs, and we figured out a way to win, yeah. you know? That's, something to that. Yeah, I, th- I th- definitely think there's something to that, and, and uh, again, Mike Tomlin doing a really good job of that, and the Steelers doing a nice job of adjusting on the fly. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. You know, to, to what 
the season was throwing at them. They, would they have liked to have had a better record you know, before that? Absolutely. Of course. We've of talked course. about that. If they had one more win right now, yeah. how different this season would be. Interesting, too, that, that, that packet that the league sends with the stats. Look how different if they win this game versus if they oh, lose yeah. this game for playoff chances. It's it's basic. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. night and day. Um, if they lose this game, history shows they have an under 1% chance to go to the playoffs. Yeah. And that's mostly with six playoff spots, so it's a little easier. So maybe it's 1.5%. Well, I mean, yeah. it's not good. But yeah, if they win it's, the game, it's happened one time. In fact, the team that was 5-8 and eight has made the playoffs one time in 120 Wow. Chances since 1990. Okay. Since 1990. If you get the if you get the six and seven, you got a 14.3 percent chance. I can't believe there'd be any bigger discrepancy between a one game thing. Yeah, of, 18 boy, teams up, have done that. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I go up 13 percent with a win as opposed to dropping. And that's again. that's going back to 1990. So essentially, one team every year, give does or it. take, does gets a, is it six and seven and makes the playoffs. Okay. Because so what they they're five and seven right now. Yeah. So are the Browns, so are the Raiders. One of those teams has a, The Lions. Yeah, Lions. You know? I mean, NFC's a much easier deal. My hunch is one of them does it this year. I'm Good, not saying it's yeah. the Steelers, but I bet yeah. one of them does it this year. Deshaun Watson gets hot. The Raiders did it last year. Lions certainly could be better than the Giants. You know? Yeah, I don't feel good about the... Uh... Browns doing it. I don't feel good about any of them specifically. Because the Browns but... saw, I mean, they play the Bengals this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be the end of their their chance. Yeah, they may period. they may drop they may the, the five and eight spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I don't see them beating. I don't see them beating Cincinnati. I do not either. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just interesting that uh, you know you don't have to stay where you're at. You can right make changes. Uh, and, and we say this all the time. I mean, in this league, people overreact to a loss. You know, <laughs> when the Pirates lose twenty to nothing on a Monday, and half the world's not even watching, nobody cares. But if the Steelers get blown out once, oh man, we got to fire everybody. You yeah, know? I mean. It's just, and you got a stew on it all week. And that's that's one of the great things about this game, of course. But it is, yeah. It is, you know, I just didn't have my best day. Get over it. Absolutely. He is uh, Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And um, you can check out the Steelers Week in Review. It's hosted by Wesley Euler. It's a recap of the previous game, as well as a look, as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. New episodes drop every Tuesday. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We'll be back with more right after this. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.